Well, hey there, beautiful listeners. Welcome back inside the sound. This is Michael. And this is Ryan. Oh my God, you're here. This is a miracle. I'm so happy to have you here. Oh yeah, technically. You were you were down and out. That's right. That's right. But you're back. So happy to have you back. And actually, we are very happy because we've got some very special guests uh, joining us today. Do you guys care to introduce yourselves, uh, reintroduce yourself to our beautiful listeners? Nice to talk to you guys again. It's Taylor, the vocalist of Black Sound, and the stuff. Oh, my name's Andrew. I'm the lead guitarist of Black Sound. Woo! What, what happened, Michael? You know what? Oh, it's, I'm trying to do seven things at once, and then there's an ad playing. <laughs> so I, I'm in silent horror as I'm trying to pull up the, the appropriate noise. Is this and then a, ads. Is the crowd noise? Oh, a second ad. Is it a bit now? Is, is it? it like you can never get it queued up. <laughs> I totally. I'm, I'm doing it for you, guys. I'll do the, the applause. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was great. We got the applause for just one second. And uh, yeah, that, that, was, that was great. Well, that was that was appropriate for us. <laughs> How long do you guys think we can run with that bit before you know it just gets stale? It listen, okay. How dare you? <laughs> if you were remember when you were the one that was doing it, it was it was almost okay. Sometimes, I mean, I don't know, man. I'm I doing seven my, things. My first visit, the applause was perfect, man. <laughs> <laughs> So what you're saying is I'm getting worse at my job. That would be correct. That's what I'm saying is I think I think that's what we deserve. (laughs) 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 Any more our egos will get too big, bro. (laughs) There, there it is. um, See of applause. That's appropriate. There we go. Woo! That was great. It's fantastic. <laughs> that was better, right, guys? That was better. I'm going to well, be totally honest. I did not hear anything. <laughs> I think it was. Oh, that's why. Because I was connected yeah. to. Uh, so none of it worked. Hold on. You guys, I can't. I'm not going to let the show start until I get the damn applause right. Here's the applause. You know what? This is even better because it's what? Like, 10 minutes. Ago. Am I am I There we go. Woo! One more song, y'all. <laughs> 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 oh, there we go. <laughs> Good God, man. So we finally figured out why that wasn't working. It went from like be proud of me. Kind of sounding like crowd noise to me being in like the eye of a tornado. (laughs) (laughs) I was wondering, like, how come every time I put the mic the put my cell phone up to the microphone, I I hear it, but I don't really hear it. And the guys are like, Yeah, I can't hear it at all. You know, I I (laughs) I'm like, Well, yeah, because I had it on whoops, had it connected Bluetooth. All these other shows that just do things (laughs) and actually actually work, that's boring. No one wants to hear that. Right. No one wants a th- uh, plan to come together smoothly. Why would they want that? Yeah, man. It's the universe telling us to take the hint, bro. <laughs> <laughs> take the hint. Yeah, we we don't deserve the applause. <laughs> I think I think what it was is that you deserved a more purposeful, thunderous applause, which is what I was able to provide for you. That was the loudest applause that's ever been recorded at, at Inside the Sound. <laughs> just so you know. There you go, man. So. That's- we need i guess and i'm telling we are and all kidding aside like definitely amped taylor to have you back andrew amped to meet you uh we're definitely we're fans of your music we're fan you know we're we're, we enjoyed our last conversation with you taylor and uh yeah we're really pumped for we really just have you guys on but also i hear something a little about new music coming around right like new album or something what what was i hearing i actually have one very specific question uh for taylor yeah about the new music uh, mm-hmm. I think we should probably start with this because of its level of importance. Okay. Sure. Is this new album guaranteed to piss old white dudes off? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I think I think every piece of music we we release is guaranteed to piss off some old white guys for sure. <laughs> we're gonna. That's we're the good thing, though. though. We've been we've been focusing more on targeting Instagram, and that's like we're getting the young audience now. And it's like uh, before we were really focused on Facebook and 
that's just the hub for the angry old white man. <laughs> it was, dude. Who knew that we were making music for QAnon, man? <laughs> <laughs> we need to, we could release a new song where, where we're getting down with the Q, and then I don't know, we could probably make like a billion dollars. Exactly. You can make it okay, so this total satire. It's all about um, <laughs> Donald Trump getting presidency again. <laughs> We've decided to appeal to the old white man. <laughs> We're gonna stop the steal. We're gonna do it for real. Make it America great again. You just have to put Trump in the name of the song somewhere and you're good. Like Trump yeah. triumphant or something. I don't know. And then they will take that crap on. It doesn't matter if you're actually kidding, but you just make it sound. I mean, they'll just, they'll just, people will take that and run with it. I think okay. it's now announcing hit. our new merch, uh, red, black, sound cap. <laughs> make metal great again. Exactly. Make old white men angry again. <laughs> again and again. It's great for ratings. That's a uh, a noble and appropriate goal, I think. <laughs> Pissing old white dudes off. You're you're making we, progress. We don't know any other way, bro. <laughs> you know, I am curious. You mentioned uh, how the crowds are different. That kind mm. of utilize different. You know, like Facebook or Instagram. Yeah. might be a little different than the tiktok crowd what have you oh, noticed yeah. about the way people have responded on instagram to so it's way- funny. oh sorry go ahead yeah, the way i usually think of it is like tiktok is like is going to be like essentially like teenager to 25 uh instagram i consider more like like probably a late gen z millennial demographic maybe like 25 to 38 and then anything 38 plus would be like facebook and then youtube is kind of the the whole the whole group but just like long form content like less as much yeah. less like a social media site more just like long form content so you're saying we should probably put this podcast on youtube but so we haven't done that yet we need to do that sounds like a good idea ryan <laughs> yeah like you're like doing clips like i think that's why I, I feel like i see a lot of podcasts do that like they do like a clips channel so you just because <laughs> my attention yeah. span has been ruined by video games and processed <laughs> food so yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, I think I'd say that's the the major difference in approach as the regarding different social media is. I think on Facebook, they're old guys, so they're they're more willing to actually watch a whole video, you know, three four minutes. <laughs> that's but, true. Yeah. Yeah, for TikTok and Instagram, we got to cut it down. It's like it's like the chorus. That's it. That's all you guys hear. You know? Just the hook, right. huh? Just the hits. Yeah. Exactly. We just got to make sure it gets stuck in your head so that you go, oh, yeah, I'll listen to that later, maybe. And then maybe 50% of people do. <laughs> you know, that's true. The The attention span is going to vary with the platforms. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Where is your... Something... Oh, go ahead, Let's be head. honest. Where where are our, uh, our attention spans falling? Are we more of the... You know, like TikTok, I can only watch it for like five seconds and then I'm burnt out. <laughs> yeah, and I watch exactly. a four minute video plus. I mean, I don't know about you guys. For me, when I'm scrolling down the rabbit hole, you know, on the reels, let's say on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Um, I, you got about five seconds to impress me, I guess. I, I hate to say that that sounds so cold, but it's like <laughs> in terms of my brain, like what am I going to stick around for? I want to hear something that'll catch my interest then. And, and I'm talking specifically music. I, I, all the other silly videos of people flipping water bottles and doing, you know what I mean? Like all, whatever the you latest what, trend dude, is. That's scientifically proven. You only have five seconds. I think that's right. Yeah. I think that's a crisp. Yeah, that's actually a good point with music. Yeah. Cause when I find bands that like off of like Instagram, usually it's like within. Yeah. That's interesting. Probably within like 10 seconds. I'm either like, I like this. I want to listen to more or I'm like, I'll keep scrolling. Yeah. And even if I might keep scrolling through their own feed, their own reels, just to see what's next. It's like, I still, I only give each one a few seconds to be, um, you know, interesting. That's why I hate the ones like, yeah, I don't know if you guys go on Facebook and they try to throw videos at you. And it's like some staged event that takes 12 minutes oh, to play yeah. out, which is actors, you know, yeah. it's all bull crap. And it's like, I don't, I don't, it's like, it's her reaction to seeing her husband come back from the military. And it's like, it should have been a three second video and they want to turn it into 12 minutes. Like, no, uh, no, I'm not doing brutal. this. Guys. I you can't gotta, stand to watch those. At the edit, you got to get in the editing booth, man. You got to chop it down. 
<laughs> don't you guys love how he's like i can't stand those but yeah i know the story and how it plays out so <laughs> i'm saying they've caught me a couple of times wait a 12 minute these. video of someone coming home from the military to see his wife no i haven't just like huh bro <laughs> i had to skip forward to the end he's like and it's no, like you get the reaction at the very end oh, you hear that he's that's only forward that's the only way i know that the tw it was 12 <laughs> minutes because i was like what the hell happened let me see but then I, you know it's like you know this is all just just people staging things and it's not as a, as authentic i don't know i don't know that shit's lame yeah, yeah the like the really like the the stage videos that the, if they try to pass it's like when something's staged and it's trying to be passed off as authentic or like just chill. Oh my God, look what happened. Yeah, that sucks. It's like, just, I don't get my that. My favorite subgenre of social media videos is obviously staged Chinese videos. Like, oh, I don't know who's, dude. <laughs> I don't know who's making it, but it's just like the most awkward things you'll ever see that is so obviously staged, but there's like thousands upon thousands of these channels where it's just all of these like, Stage Chinese videos. I don't know. Yeah, what it is. dude, they're like, there's so like, some of them have huge subscriber counts because they're just like they crank out content. They'll do they'll have a new video up like every day, and it just yeah. like they roll some like bot list or like bot viewers in there, and then also just like hit the algorithm correctly, and then suddenly they'll have like like a lot of the ones also like the really bizarre ones are like the Chinese YouTube channels where it's like children's content, but it's all just like created yeah. by AI. So it's like happy yeah. fun robot. Fortnite uh, race car, and it's like yeah, this, like nightmare fuel like LSD yeah. trip video. What blows yeah, my mind like, is how popular the, some of those channels can dude. be, though. It's yeah, insane. They make millions, Fifty million bro. views. It's just yeah, melting that, some kid's brain. Should that make us feel bad when we see the viewer numbers for those videos? Yeah, I, I mean, well, I think it makes <laughs> us all feel bad, man. <laughs> trying to make the rock and roll or, or metal or you know whatever you're good, some art that you're like pouring your heart and soul in, and then you see oh, this, and it's like you know million views. You're like, God dang it. Obviously, the move is we should start making these videos ourselves and sneaking in our own music into these videos. 100%. Let's put some metal in there. Get some, you know, chunk of, chunk of, chunk of. Some you know, subliminal something. messaging gents, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you guys know it was time to uh, put another album together? Do you have, like, timelines for that? Or is it just when you're feeling the creative energy? Well, it's funny. We... We went into the studio in January of 2020 and we went in there with the intent. We're going to make our first full length album, you know, 12 songs. We're going to like go for it completely. And so then we finished up at the end of January and then obviously all the COVID stuff happened. And so we just had to like shelve it for a while because we were like, we can't do anything with this right now. And so then uh with our with our social media manager that we have he's actually the the drummer of we came as romans uh david puckett he's a he's a genius so he was like listen guys i think the move is to instead of do a full-length album do two like eps six song eps and then you can you know really prolong this over the course of a year instead of you know one album that's only going to last for six months and maybe people don't even listen to the whole thing all the way through. You know, if you mm. split it up, you know, odds are people will listen to the whole thing all the way through. So we are like, okay, that's the move. That's a, that's a good, that's a good plan. So we put out the first half of it um, last year in November and the reception was great. Um, uh, so it was just, all right, you know, we put that one out, let's move on to the next one, you know, get the second half out and uh I actually broke my arm last year. Uh, like I literally posted the album or the EP in the hospital, like from my bed. Like, okay, oh, album's out, good. Yeah, so that prolonged or uh, that put delayed us even more. So finally, we were able to start getting the ball rolling again. You, usually, you know, I, me, and our rhythm guitar player Reda, we fly out from Japan back to LA to film videos for the most part. Like we filmed stuff in Japan too, but it was just really yeah. hard trying to get uh, the shoots and everything scheduled for this new song that we're going to put out. And uh, it was funny though, because it, it kind of forced us to just find the best guys we could work with in Japan and like the best guys that we could get to edit the videos and stuff like that. And so in a weird way, I think it, it was uh, beneficial 
uh, having to, you know, kind of go out of our norm or, you know, what we were used to doing before in terms of, you know, work process. But, uh, I think I can speak for Andrew too, that this new video we're going to put out at the end of this month is probably one of the dopest things we ever made. It's really one of the dumbest things you say dumbest or dopest. I was like, well, okay, you're going for a different <laughs> angle. I thought, I didn't know if like, this was like, you know, hip speak for, you know, Mike saying like the illest we've ever made instead of right, like, the dumbest. Right. And that's some slang that I don't know about. Like but the I kids. Do, dude, this oh, next video know. we got coming, dude, it's so stupid. There are also people that like to get goofy you know, on one of their videos for, oh, yeah. I, which I've, I've never been that type of person, but hey. I can, I can mess with those videos and I can see us maybe doing one one day, but the, something that I noticed was with this new song that we're going to put out, we wanted to do a different kind of marketing approach where we had all this behind the scenes footage that we filmed making the album in January, 2020, that we just didn't do anything with. And it was really funny. I was watching it and I was like, oh, we should just like, you know, uh, post these every day on our, on our Instagram and TikTok and all that. And, you know, the, everyone will be able to hear the song as we're working on it. And so by the time the video comes out, you know, everyone will already kind of, they've heard a little bit of the chorus. They've heard a little bit of the verse. They've heard the same guitar riff over and over. And so it's kind of a really organic way of marketing and, something about you know us not just being music or music videos like people being uh being able to see our personality and you know just us being stupid it was really really successful people are loving it like just seeing us be us and like make jokes and be stupid with each other you know so being stupid has worked very well for us i don't know if it uh translates to the video but yeah, with the video, over. like, yeah, the video, it's, uh, yeah, so some bands do the, like, they do, like, the goofy or, like, the corny video, but I like, like, trying to be, like, oh, you know, you try to, you make the song, like, this, it's a relatively serious song, like, work super hard to get, like, the production value of the song good. It's, like, just kind of, like, carry it over to the same video and just kind of have that be its, have that be its own thing, you know? Yeah, I see cool. there has to be, at least for me, like I prefer when there's continuity like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because when you listen to the song, maybe before you've heard the video, if there's a certain intensity or a certain, you know, specific emotion to it, you kind of want that to yeah. carry over into the visual aspect too, I think. Especially this totally. new song, it, the, thematically this new song deals with the 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 opioid epidemic happening in the U.S. right now. And it's something that's affected my family and me personally. I, I, I've never had addiction problems like that. But, you know, people that I love, like my own father, my uncle, stuff like that. So it, it, it wouldn't really match if we tried to make a goofy video about <laughs> heroin addiction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could... See, but now that makes me want to make try, a, a goofy but, yeah. video about heroin addiction. Because, you, bad yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't I don't know. It's like I look around and I see people who are very obviously in a in an opioid type stupor. And it's like <laughs> we don't care. We just don't we don't really care if it's not in our neighborhood. If it's not in our part of town, we don't. I don't know. Makes me yeah, wonder. I, I, I want to get all serious thing. about it, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's the crazy thing know. about the U.S. right now is I think more of us are interacting like people that we love and our friends more than we realize there's a lot of people dealing with this, like people just under wraps, you know, it's not always hair addiction. It could be these painkillers that the doctors give you or stuff like that. You know, like for sure, even like uh, Tom Petty, how he died was accidental overdose. Cause he was taking these patches, you know, cause he was just so tired from doing his, it was literally his final farewell tour and he, he died on it because he accidentally oh, overdosed himself with some crazy strong prescription medicine, man. It's yeah, interesting it's that you that you bring up Tom because I've been like 
obsessing over Tom lately, like going back and just listening to all his music and oh, yeah. he's the best. I love him. So damn good. Yeah, it just it holds that it's cl- timeless. Timeless is the word I would use. So what is, yeah, what is the main good. issue? Is are people too stressed? Are we trying to escape this reality? Has it become something that most humans are unpleasant? Dwelling? I mean that's that's a hard question, man. I don't know. Like my understanding, at least like with the United States, you see there was like a, there's definitely, I, I feel like there's like a pharmaceutical company angle. Like we over prescribed like prescription painkillers. Like I remember right. when I got my wisdom teeth out at, in high school, I got like a bottle of Percocet. My parents were like, that's a shit. Let's save some of that, dude. Don't take all of that. Percocet. You might, we might need that. Yeah. <laughs> like now if you get your wisdom teeth out, they'll give you Advil. Like even if you're like, it really hurts, they're like, well, toughen up. Here's six hundred mil of ibuprofen. Like they would never dream of doing that anymore. But even in twenty fourteen, they didn't give a shit. Like they yeah. would prescribe for stuff like wisdom teeth. They would just like give you candy. This, like a fat oh, yeah, yeah, a fat amount of like like prescription opioid. That's true. It's crazy, man. It's funny. It's in like the totally USA. The opposite. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny though. It's Get our the drugs and our food, Japan. baby. <laughs> said, hey, hey, you taking that helps the economy. <laughs> <laughs> That's supply and demand. That's Reagan. That's trickle down economics. I'm better. Was, you know what? If I'm if I'm <laughs> like super loaded on prescription pills, I can function better in society, right? Well, as long yeah, as you're loaded on Adderall, as long as we can get you on, <laughs> on that Ritalin when you're in school, dude, then you'll be good. It's weird how like there are socially acceptable drugs and there are some that are not socially acceptable. And yet the ones that are socially acceptable can kill you, super addictive, super dangerous. And a lot of the ones that some of the ones that say not a lot, but some of them that are not socially acceptable, uh, they actually can give you great experiences that can help change your life. <laughs> Let me translate that for you. I love weed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same. I'm even more thinking of like psychedelics, that's but I do I, love cannabis. I do. I that's what I heard when you, whatever you said. That's what you heard. <laughs> that's all I heard. It seems legit. Yeah, no, I'm a fan. Fan of the can, Abyss. Fan of the can. Oh, can yeah. Cannabis. Yeah, yeah I, it's I, funny. I uh, um, Andrew, he's not the biggest smoker, but my uh, my rhythm guitarist and I, you know, we're from Japan over here. So every time we go back to L.A., it's like, all right, you guys ready to just smoke weed nonstop for a month? You know? uh, so it's not illegal in Japan? Oh, crazy illegal in Japan. Like Fascinating. Yeah, on the same level as like meth and heroin and all that other shit. So it's, wow. if, if you get caught with it out here, you are going to jail. Super serious. Do they do medical? No, there? nothing. No, Literally over completely. here. Like, I think... Like one year ago, they were like, all right, we think we're going to start doing research into the medicinal properties of marijuana. Like they just started doing that. It's funny, too. Like they that's that would be funny. If like, it's like they just started doing clinical research, which takes like a decade. Yeah. To yield like potentially conclusive, like to potentially be like, maybe we could legalize. Like they just exactly. started the, the preliminary like research. Yeah, yeah so I rush, think we're at know? least another 10 years off from <laughs> yeah. having anything yeah. legal in Japan. It's interesting. Alcohol, though, right? I'm assuming alcohol is legal in Japan, yes? Which, oh, yeah. yeah. And very much welcome. <laughs> very... I'm actually having dealing with a terrible hangover right now. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it funny, though, how alcohol is just as dangerous and potentially, kill you. you know, um, yeah. potentially can destroy your health? Oh, yeah. I'd like say it's, it's 10 times worse than anything weed will ever make you do, man. I think weed, you might clear out your fridge, and that's about the worst of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take a really, Whoops. really long nap. What cuts deep. Exactly. Yeah, and the nap but the, that's the crazy yeah. thing is how accepted it is in Japan. Because like I've seen like police officers helping an old man put his shoes on because he's so drunk he can't <laughs> even put his shoes on. Like, wow. Out here, they will... There's just totally like you can drink anywhere. Like you can drink on the train, you can drink in the park. What? Like really? It honestly yeah. sounds so great. Really? Wait, you can drink? <laughs> well, you can just drink on I the train? Know. Are you serious? Yeah, like Whoa. it's like not, not like it's totally accepted out here. Like it's totally legal. You just walk around like that's that's the norm, you know? Wow. 
on the train most of the time it's just like young party dudes and old men who don't care like <laughs> you won't you won't see respectable people drinking on the train but uh, you'll definitely I'd be perfect see it for often. that then. yeah <laughs> I could dude totally seems like i might actually funny, enjoy it's myself like, in yeah. japan then <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, when I told Andrew that I was like, "Yeah, you can drink anywhere." He was like, oh, "I gotta buy my like, ticket oh right my now, bro." God. <laughs> Dude, drinking in public is the fucking best. And if I can go into somewhere where it's sanctioned legally, <laughs> like yeah. Vegas, if you go to Vegas, you know, you can just yeah. But it then was you gotta funny. Be, I was you know, actually, gotta be in Nevada. Ooh. Yeah, oh, what's up? I was in LA in uh, June and July. And I was hanging out with Andrew and we were sneaking modelos on the beach. And it's just a different experience from Japan where it's like, <laughs> oh, here's my bottle of vodka on the beach. Anyone want some? <laughs> you know? Wow. Well, they yeah. take it serious over there, huh? I, I had no idea. That. No idea. Oh, they will go as hard as you let them over here. And it's funny, too, because something about Japanese, when they drink a lot, they turn red. So you can just tell when someone's been drinking a lot, bro. <laughs> There's a there's a holiday over here where they celebrate um, uh, kids becoming the legal age, like to vote and everything is 20 out here. And then they can also drink. So it's a thing every year on this day. It's like we're celebrating the 20 year olds. And it's just every 20 year old in Japan is so drunk, and just wasted, <laughs> passing out at the train stations and just as red as they could ever be. It's hilarious. Dude, that's great. The red, it's some good shit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Rite of passage there. Yeah, basically. You're on the train. That would make me take public transit. If they were like the only you can't drink in public, but you can drink on the the, the bus or like the metro. <laughs> Fuck, dude. I'd be riding it like it's Disney World. <laughs> Listen, put Dosekis on tap and you got me. You got me there. Oh, dude. A hundred percent. Then it'd be fun. It would it would be like an amusement park ride. But it, it smells real funny on there. Exactly. You know, that's and at another some point, thing. someone's going to get real angry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's another thing, too, is like high-speed rail and train. Like, man, amazing. It would be amazing if we had that in the U.S. Like, oh, just yeah. get someplace fast with, with a train instead of having me having to drive there or take a plane or just have no, another option. We'll, we'll just build another lane, bro. <laughs> it'll, it'll be fine, bro. We'll just, we'll just build another lane. No, yeah, Just make it a little wider. It's okay. We'll just build another lane. <laughs> We'll fix everything. Well, you also have a self-driving car now. So yeah, self-driving you know, robot you don't have to drive anywhere. Robot future is here, folks. I'm really yeah, they, that was the thing that blew my this. mind because they still have they have Teslas in Japan, but not super common. But in LA, it was like every five minutes you'll see one drive like two driving down the street. Yeah, dude. It's crazy popular out here. EVs in general, you get a huge like if you buy one, you get a like a fat like a uh, like tax rebate. So they'll like they'll pay you to drive one of to drive like an electric out here. Yeah, they blew up. I mean, I knew they'd be popular, but they're a lot more common now. That is true. Yeah, yeah I rode in my first one. I I ordered like an Uber and a Tesla pulled up. I was like, oh damn, did I so did I choose the more expensive damn. option or something? Did I pay extra? <laughs> Yeah, but it's yeah, funny. Dude. Actually, we were we were coming home from the bar. Me and Andrew and one of our other friends. Andrew started talking to the driver. He goes, "Hey man, can you play the song Forget by Black Sound? B L A C K S." The guy goes, "Oh, actually, actually, I can't, I can't do that. Like my my thing's not available to do that." And Andrew, "Oh, okay, sorry, bro." <laughs> <laughs> we we no, had some drinks. One thing we did do, I was like, do our own stuff. I was like, I want to, I've, I've never ridden in Tesla either. And I was like, dude, like hit the gas. Like, I want to feel like, apparently like the acceleration is oh, crazy. Oh yeah. Uh -huh. was like, oh, no, like no. And then I was like, come on, do it. And he did it, dude. And that yeah. Tesla, <laughs> me hit the throttle. Dude, they're not like, lying about that zero to 60. It lived time, up dude. to the hype. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. Man. We were cracking up too. <laughs> I was like, oh, dude. You peer pressured Andrew him into peer Florence. We did. The driver. <laughs> we peer pressured the guy. <laughs> Who's been driving Uber? He's on the the sixteenth hour of his day. I'm like, I heard these was fast. Can you show me? <laughs> He's like, I'm not supposed to do this, but <laughs> it's like, listen, I could slip the man a twenty because I, I mean, I'd be very honest with you guys. Uh, I'll you know, I'll, I'll 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 say the secret that the elf and I'm a, I'm a like I do lift right. I've been making my living doing this as part of you know uh, other things that I oh, do, yeah. but it's one of those things. And uh, I had a lady. 
she was like, I got to get here by nine o'clock. It was like nighttime. And I was mm. like, well, we're not going to get there by then. We're going to get there like five minutes, whatever, a few minutes after enough that it definitely was not going to be whatever, nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, boyfriend slipped me a 20 and I was like, all right, yes, sir. And I, we got there, <laughs> we got there yes. on time and it, it was hilarious too. Cause I started, you know, like it's an automatic, but it has a, a manual shifter as well. I started using you the manual shifter. Over to, to oh, the- I, I just, I went balls to the wall and, and, uh, <laughs> yeah. well, you see the difference in my driving when you slip me cash. It's hilarious. And he was like, this guy's got low key skills. He's like, don't his great turn his girlfriend. He's like, oh, this guy's got some low key. I'm like, yeah, man, you paid me. So this is what you're going to get. So, you know, it's so pro tip. Uh, if you want the, the Uber driver yeah, to gun it, you of, know, uh, Uber stories, yeah, dude. you don't have to yes. tell it if you don't want to, but can you humor me with the other story? Which other story? With the, it was also a woman that got into your car. The one that I had the disagreement with looked at your ID and asked you a question. Oh God. Do you want, you don't have to tell it. The, the, I'm trying to remember the one that you're talking is the one that she was like, she looked at my picture and she looked at me and she said, I was, so this is this lady. So she's sweet lady. I don't want to say what country she was from, but she was not from the U S and she, she was like, you know, good looking picture, handsome. And she looks at me, she goes, what happened? (laughs) (laughs) No way, dude. I don't mean to be rude. I'm like, well, I don't know if what it's like in your country, but here, if the first thing you say when you, cause this is the first thing she says when she meets me, it's not a hello. It's not, she gets in the car and says this. And so I'm like, okay, well, in in our country, that's considered rude. Like you don't just comment on someone's appearance the first time. I mean, you at least say three things before you (laughs) comment on the, so That's apparently, uh, it, so uh, you know, get a few pounds, whatever. I've, you know, it's been, it's been a tough year, you know, <laughs> eating my feelings. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so, I know yeah. All about that. And she's like, what happened? I'm like, okay, well, you know, things happen. Life happens, but anyway, it's hilarious. <laughs> Is that the one you were the, looking yeah, for? Yeah, for okay. that to be the first thing. That, I think that's what makes it so funny to me. Oh no, it's great. That's, I had a guy, I had a guy so in the car and he says, he goes, Whoa, you're you're a lot bigger than your than your picture makes you look. It's the first thing he says <laughs> oh, to me. Jesus, you said, this is I almost kicked him out. I almost kicked him out over that or that <laughs> comment right. right there. And I was like, you know what? You know, in my head, I'm just like, you know, I didn't say this to him, but I should have said, you know, you're balder than your picture. Was it an old yeah. white dude? <laughs> it was an old white dude. Oh, okay, that's our target. It was an old right? white dude. There that you guy. go. That makes sense. So it, I, what, the, what, the reason why I put some black sound on? I should have put yeah. some black sound. <laughs> when yeah. I them off. When you juxtapose <laughs> these two back to back, I like the fact that you know that it's it's around the world, like any old white guy or some lady from another foreign country. Uh, yeah. You know, it's. You know, we all have our little faux pas. I thought it was hilarious. I mean, I'm not, I wasn't actually offended, but it was, it was pretty funny. No, yeah, I that's it. kind like, of the normal, like, like, innocent, just like normal question, but you're like, damn. That was so, it was unintentionally just so sad. It's so, yeah. In America, like in the US, you're not going to do that. But like, yeah, no, it, it, I could see that being for her. I, I knew she, she really meant well with that question. But another thing she is, really um, we're kind of making that's fun funny. of ourselves as Americans. Oh, yeah. When we say old white dudes, because, it's probably American old white dudes that are pissed. Right? <laughs> yeah, I think for the most part, that's probably From Kentucky. Right. <laughs> From yeah, Kentucky. That, like, yes, Kentucky, Tennessee. Yeah, South and like that, like yeah, like Southern United States, and then like Texas, Oklahoma, Nebraska, like Midwest, South Midwest. Not like nothing past chicago Once you i don't know i mean the, there's probably some there we're sprinkled they're sprinkled everywhere they're probably in chicago they're probably in la somewhere they're probably they're already, yeah, inland empire yeah. they're down in oc huntington beach where you everywhere you throw a stone <laughs> you're like oh there might be one next door for all we know exactly god forbid you're only ever so far Andrew's from, guy with from north carolina <laughs> so he can say whatever he wants about the south <laughs> yeah, it's true, true. So, Andrew, no, i love i love the south like I joke about the South, but it's the South is great. Andrew, I traveled to North Carolina a few years back and I went into like, say a restaurant. I don't even remember what restaurant. And they, I had a lady tell me that she couldn't understand me because of my funny accent. Oh, <laughs> and she said, I can't understand you. This is how she's talking to me. And I'm like, what? what? Like I'm from Arizona. Like we're action neutral. Like what are you talking All the people in the movies, they sound like me. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> you mean funny accent but it's just it was great so i just have to share that with you from north carolina okay yeah dude there's like yeah parts of north carolina like i'm from like a relatively like suburban part like the triangle raleigh durham chapel hill like the you know the basketball team but dude if you get out into like you know gastonia and lizard lick and jimmy corn and like these lizard type of towns lick, huh? that sounds like lizard a lick? place to go yeah. that's a place lizard lick 
I need it's, li- it's like an old term. It's like a fucking and like old term for like a creek, like Lizard Creek. Oh. But then it somehow just got shortened down into, yeah. Like Lizard I instantly want to bring my guitar there and go make music. I'm from Gastonia. I'm from um my family. I'm from Fayetteville. My family, uh, like I grew up army. I was in army family. Um, <laughs> my grandpa, he was in. My grandpa's from Fayetteville, <laughs> but my mom was from Brunswick County. Like that dude. It's like that. That that area is crazy because like you'll go to like I used to go to this burger place when I'd be on the highway and I was kind of between like two larger cities. I'd go to this burger place where it was like going to like an 80s time capsule and like they had like the Reagan 88 poster in the window and yes. the burger was really good but like it was, you of course there, the burger's good the poster was, was framed yes, wasn't it? but it was like you felt like you stepped into this place and everything was kind of like it was just like it's a place that is just still in like they're still getting they're still hearing rumblings of like desert storm dude <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so mayor juana is probably not allowed in that little diner probably i'm thinking with reagan reagan's picture i don't think it's allowed if you're allowed to even bring it in his presence yeah i'm kind picture. of curious now like what as an outsider someone who's never been to the south what am i going to encounter in lizard lake like what's <laughs> uh i show okay, up so like what liz at this point a place okay so one of these like small towns the, the the population is probably like 1300 people there's going to be like a they, there would have been like they would have been like an agriculture town uh but then the business probably got outsourced or maybe there was a mill there that made clothes for like sears and roebuck but the business got uh like outsourced so there's the crumbling remnants of like a 90 like when you think of like 1950s america like that idyllic like well we're gonna go down to the mall shop like <laughs> that america existed in these towns like the milkshake shop to, is now closed yeah, and just decimated Aww. it so it's like run down kind of like beat up houses closed down businesses and at the town square there's the two biggest businesses in the town there's a shell station there's a wendy's and that's gonna be it that's the center of the that's it dude you can go if you really if you really buckle down in school you can work at that wendy's <laughs> you can do it you can work at that wendy's no like it, it's 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 weird man like there are like yeah it's just really like off some there's some really like the really real there's like a small town where the people are like i'm from a small town like i'm from a relatively small town but then when you really get into the sticks you hit the new level of like there's another level of small town where it's like an unincorporated community where it might be like 800 people living in like the general area and there's a gas station so that's kind of like a town and i you know maybe it seems like we're we are sort of teasing a little bit having fun but it's also like i'm also fascinated by those little towns like there's just there's just there's not a lot of people there like and clovis god don't even that when you say clovis i get like weird mental yeah like Clo- clovis is not that small though compared to some of these places you describe and clovis is, is a is like an air force town in in new mexico but it's it is small and there's like one high school and it's yeah yeah it's very small shout out to to, to clovis hey, hi everybody <laughs> the three of you that still live there um yeah no it's it's an interesting place but it's very uh shout out to clovis you shout out. suck but <laughs> <shout out. laughs> i'm pretty sure i have at least an ex-girlfriend that still lives in clovis um <laughs> but uh but yeah I, I still like i don't know it, it it's such a contrast to like the city life and and you know city is city life is something different but it, yeah, at the same time you know I, I had a point with this and i've forgotten it but um, we can move on from my point my point's not that that deep as i was thinking are you be. sure you're just a little high or you might be just i could be more if i could i could smoke a, you guys can talk i'll smoke a bowl come back i'm just kidding I'm <laughs> but no it's funny what you're saying also like about like army town like that's a specific type of small town oh yeah like, oh yeah you know. army town is army town's interesting too because like the big i was i was joking like oh i'm from fayetteville but like fayetteville is where fort bragg is and like oh, so like right. eastern north carolina there's fort bragg and camp lejeune and cherry point which are like huge military installations but the surrounding area is like it's pretty bleak man like it's a lot of like gun like gun store strip club bar repeat you, you, know? you had me you had me a gun store i want to move let's do it <laughs> that sounds great Dude, my, you're, you're like gun store strip, strip club, club bar I'm sold yeah you said, dude, I'm, buying, I'm buying property i would have been man. good with the guns <laughs> yeah dude like it's cool the the thing is like once you get out of that like the beach area of north carolina like once you get fully like you kind of so there's like 
you go through this whole kind of swamp area where there is going to be like, like we're kind of Fayette Villas, but then you emerge on the coast and the coast of North Carolina is like the, it's the best beaches in America, dude. That's a hot take, but I think the North Carolina beach is like supreme and the mountains are really good. So you've got amazing mountains. You've got like a great beaches, but in between it, you have kind of just like regular suburb and like the swamp area. Andrew, it seems low key like you still got a lot of love for this part of the, this I part of the do, world. I do, man. I love it. I love, I love <laughs> You know, it's got me thinking now. Great. How how did you guys? I can't remember if you talked at all about this, Taylor. How did you guys end up joining forces? How did how did you guys? End yeah, up I think I might have mentioned it a little bit last time, but Andrew was just a an LA transplant, you know, trying to trying to get famous, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, dude, I said, Mama, I'm going to move to the big city to play my guitar. <laughs> Can I just take a quick aside to say how naturally that accent comes through, Andrew? It's quite impressive, and I'm really oh, glad I'm getting to know you, bro. accent for Andrew, bro. That's great. Every, every time hanging out with Andrew is just like hanging out with five different people. <laughs> but no, yeah, like, yeah, I had, I grew up in North Carolina. It's interesting. Like, I was born in Pasadena. But I moved at like a young age, like when I was like before elementary school, like I moved to like suburban North Carolina and grew up there. And then I was just, yeah, dude, I was like, dude, me and my other buddy from there, like that I like, you know, went to like middle school and high school with, we were like, dude, let's do it. We're going to move out to LA. And he was like, I'm going to get, I want to do the movies. And I was like, I want to do my heavy metal band. Like, but actually, you know? And so, dude, I was just grinding, like playing in like shitty local bands and answering like Craigslist ads and a lot of it was shit, dude, it would either be flaky people or the music would suck. And then, yeah, I hit up uh, like Taylor through Craigslist. And I remember he sent me like demo to breed, like the old, old crusty, crusty demo. And I was like, oh, I just yeah. listened to it in the parking lot of the Glendale community college. And I was like, that's it, bro. Like <laughs> that's that shit. <laughs> that's this is good. My future. Yeah. I dude, love that. Yeah. But seriously, man, like it was cool. I love that Craigslist sent is me still bringing musicians together. Demo. Oh, sorry. Dude, I hope now they oh have God. other services. They have like Vamper and stuff, which is just like Tinder for musicians, which is like a, yeah, a yeah. funny concept, like when, but kind of genius at the same time. And it works pretty good. But yeah, before that, yeah, man, you would, you would do the Craigslist ads and it's like, it's either going to be a chill band or I'm just going to get, you know, I'm going to be in three pieces in someone's trunk. Yeah, exactly. Those are the two options. There's no middle ground. Of. There's no middle ground. When you're mean, I always laugh Craig's, through Craigslist. Andrew's you know? like my my writing partner like he he's the the other half of the brains of the band you know and so he's like one of my best friends now we're like brothers and yeah met through craigslist like just hit me up one day and uh it's funny because i sent him the old crusty demo and he sent me back like some some leads that he recorded on it and that was it i was like oh this is the dude we've been looking for and just from day one we were so stoked on each other like that was the band he wanted to join. That was the guitarist that we needed. And it, yeah. it just worked perfectly. Yeah. I wish like, I could send you demos, Ryan. You send me some, you know, lead licks back. I mean, it'd be nice if you <laughs> once in a while get out your butt. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, just make, my <laughs> headphones cut out. I'm sorry. What did you say? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying you could, you could take, take after Andrew and maybe play your guitar more. All right. Uh, but I, I'm talking, dude, I, I'm need sorry, to I really, take after Andrew. I'm sorry for like sorry, looking, dude. actively looking for excuses. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just actually looking for excuses to talk trash to Ryan because he's, he's, <laughs> he's hit me a couple times today with a few zingers uh, before you guys, before we all got together here. And it, he's been, he's been on his game today. Uh, but Andrew, I, lo <laughs> I love this, man. I, I'm sorry. I just, I love, I love this. I love that it's Craigslist that brings you guys together and, and makes it. And the chemistry is very obvious. You guys obviously are bros. And um, oh, yeah. I think it comes across in some of the music too, because the music's, it feels like it fits well. Like it's, it's, it's you guys are definitely the orchestration. What did you say? The orchestration, Ryan, I think is, is the word you were using. We were listening to a few tunes even today and we we're like, man, a few of these are just, they got it. They got what they're doing. I like it. That's the genius of black sound. Cause you know, some of these, some of these other bands, they don't want anyone else to work on their stuff or they don't want to change anything. Like they get so attached to the demo that they mm. can't change it for the better. So it's like with me, I'll write a really simple song. Like most of the time it, it'll be the riff and then like power chords. And I'll send that to Andrew and his approach is always give Taylor more than what he needs. And he just loads that shit up and 
I can use what I want and trim what I don't. And then we take that mm. like second version of the demo to the guys in the band, uh, Bad Omens, who we produce all our music with. And so then they kind of trim the fat. And, oh, this part's better. Let's let's let's, you know, really drive this part home and improve it. And that's where it really becomes black sound after we get those kind of my demo gets put through the Andrew filter. Then that gets put through the Bad Omens filter. And suddenly we got something awesome, you know? Yeah, it's like it's cool, too. Like at this point in doing music, like when I was younger, like first starting out in high school, like with my high school bands, I would get and I think this is probably just like a function of being younger, but I would be like everyone would be really you get really like emotionally attached to your part. Like I remember like I'd suggest a part that I worked on at a band practice in like 11th grade. And my friend would be like, I don't like that part. And I'd be like, well, fuck you, dude. Like, you know, like <laughs> like that class, like think about like, the classic, like Michael Kissy, knows exactly what you're like, talking that was, about. Cut me deep, <laughs> was, Andrew. Us, you cut me deep. <laughs> but dude, like now it's just like it's a like I don't know two for me. There was like two big things. One is like not being like precious about stuff. Like be open to input and critic like criticism and be like, yeah, my idea is good, but like if the rest of the band's like we want to do this, okay, cool. Like we're working on this song. And the other thing too is like. For a long time, I tried to just be a one-man army. Like, I know how to write it best, record it best, and mix it best. And do mm. I can do it all myself. And that was a mentality that, like, limited me so hard for so many years. And I kind of just let that go. And it's, it's like, with other music projects, too. And it's just, like, only, like, all, like, the, like, best and, like, I guess, like, most successful stuff I've done has been through, like, understanding, like, I'm good at these things. And other people are really good at a lot of the stuff that I'm not as good at. Like, I don't need to be mm. like, oh, no, it's my my way is better. It's like, dude, no, like know what you're good at. Know what other people are better than you at. And then bring them all together in one room or on one song and just like make the best thing possible. Make the best thing possible. And, you know, and I, I, it gets me thinking, like, I don't know uh, if you guys, gentlemen, if you agree with me, Ryan and I spoke to another musician that was like, you know, just being able to work with other people is so important, like to God, actually have a career in life. Yeah, man. But like, you're not, if people like you and they like working with you, you're going to find success. You know, yes, you need talent. Yes. But like, that's also a huge part of it is being able to network and, and like actually appreciate and, and, and take other people's input for what it really is. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you can, it's like, you can be super, like, you can be super, super, super mega talented. Like you can be an incredible composer, like, an incredible trumpet player, like a live, like a virtuosic trumpet player. But if everyone, if you're impossible to work with, you know, unless you're like truly world class, like you're up there with like, you graduated from New England Conservatory, like it doesn't matter. Like I've seen it happen with uh, playing in bands for so many years. Like, dude, it's like I knew this synth player who was like a god tier synth player, but just like hard to work with, would show up to practice drunk and late. And just an kind asshole. of ornery and an <laughs> asshole. And like, it just, it didn't, he's not doing much musically, but he could sit down and he played a little synth parts and they'd be like, oh man, man, this reminds me a lot of, uh, of that, uh, one Ravel piece. And he would like play like his soul destroying rendition of Ravel. He'd be like, but, but Andrew, what you're doing is really cool, but it reminds me a lot of this one, uh, Bach chorale where he uses a similar, and then he would just play Bach for you. And then it would be back to playing whatever goofy song we were doing. And we were like, yo, this guy's like an honest to God, like genius musician, hmm. but it was all the other stuff. Like, everything outside of that i was like ah dude you know like let's we can get someone who plays the synth part not as good as him but like shows up to practice and isn't in jail (laughs) well that's important not being in jail really (laughs) that really affects i would say yeah that's up there it's up there for me yeah but it's funny though uh it's true though the, the working working with people how important it is and networking that's like the other side of the coin of black sound is our rhythm guitar player Reda, who's just like he's he grew up in Morocco. He's half Moroccan, half Japanese. So he's got this businessman mindset where he can sell you anything. And he's just uh, he's from Japan, too. So he's, he's totally fluent and he like knows everyone in the music scene. So when I first came out to Japan, meeting him was like a godsend because he was like, literally the guy that we needed like and then in terms of music too like he, he helps us write a little bit what i always say about reda is what's great is he's great at you give him the demo and he goes oh that part's really cool and maybe that part you should change and that's reda's really good at hearing what's what's good what needs to be changed 
And then he's just the, the best networker, the best businessman. It's like, that's, that's the guy we needed, man. And, and we, we just got so lucky. And because of him, like Black Sound became a force to be reckoned with in Japan because everyone already knew Retta. So it was like, oh, Retta joined this American band. and Oh, they're produced by Bad Omens. And suddenly it was like all of Japan was talking about us. And I like me and him went into a guitar repair shop one day to get my guitar fixed. And so he goes, oh, are you guys in a band? And I go, oh, yeah, yeah. And then he goes, oh, what's your name? And he says, oh, I'm Red. And he goes, Black Sound? You guys are Black Sound? And we, like, our minds were blown. Like, this guy knew about us. Like, we had no idea. And uh, apparently, like, he just saw us on Twitter. Like, someone he knew tweeted about us. And that was it. And it was crazy. And that's happened a few times. Like, just walking around a park and someone would be like, oh, cool shirt, man. And I'll go and start talking to him. And then suddenly, oh, yeah, I'm in the band Black Sound. I'll be, I'll be like, honest. Whoa, whoa. I'll be honest, Taylor. I name drop you all the time. I talk, I'm like, yeah, yeah, my buddy Taylor from this awesome. Have you heard of Black Sound? You got to know about Black Sound. And, I, you know, and I'll bring up our conversation, actually, about how you met. Well, one of the things that I was fascinated by is you mentioned the sense of community in the, in the metal community there in Japan and yeah. how it might differ a little bit from LA's super competitive, kind of different mindset. And I just find that dichotomy like fascinating how it's like different culture, different approach to music, different approach to metal. Um, but yeah, dude, I name drop you all the time. <laughs> i'm honored bro i named drop you guys too and i'm like i was inside the sound guys <laughs> i literally was the sound guy the premiere yeah we probably like we've actually probably increased we counted the other day didn't we what are we up to now like was it 95 I'm trying to remember. About. Oh, just the number of countries that the show has been in. But we we've since the last time we've been on here, I think 80s, we've yeah, it was like high eighties. We've we've added like twenty five countries or so since the last time we talked. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I love the, like you know, going through your guys's to, uh, like- episodes because it's so varied and you know there's a lot of cool guests that you guys have on. And it's never like how would I say like the same type of guests in a row, you know, They're not all metal, I guess not all rock, not all yeah, any exactly. one thing. Like it's all great, man. I, I love going through your guys' episodes. Cause, and you guys are just so like professional in terms of keeping the conversation going or having it feel natural and interesting. I, I've told you guys that before though. It's, you're very kind and you're absolutely correct. We are the best. <laughs> uh, you're also correct. You have a great taste in podcasts, frankly. Uh, and it's funny, Andrew, you know, a minute ago, you talked about how that's all you can we play is your ego to get fans. Oh, no, my ego <laughs> definitely needs it. But you, you talk about a trumpet player. It was actually we talked to a, it was a recent uh, semi recent episode with the trumpet player that we talked about this whole thing. But networking and, and like, can you get along with other people? And it's a really talented trumpet player, actually, that, that gave us that advice. Also, it seems cool. like uh, you guys have a very comfortable band life, meaning you can just be yourself. And I'm sure. Hmm. That comes across, I'm sure, when you're writing music or when you're in the studio, that you know you're going to be allowed to do your thing. Oh and yeah! In the end, that's going to work out, and yeah, I'm sure, totally, that, man. Not as much It'll... pressure that way, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like oh, it's kind of always how I've done music. Like it was like, like I like I pursue it like seriously, but it's always been like, uh, like if I'm not like having fun, then it's kind of like, you know, really, what is the point? You know, like, I guess it would be different if it was like playing this because then I guess the the, the polar opposite would be like hired gun where it's like you do a big tour, you get the money, you fuck off back to your apartment, which which is cool. But like, I just it wouldn't be as fun. Like I I do it like, okay, learn the set, get your shit set up, learn it, you know, show up to the three rehearsals, do the tour. I know guys that do that and it's cool, but like. Sometimes it's pretty brutal. Like I had a, one of my buddies out here actually just wrapped up like a two week tour, like hired gun tour. And he was like, man, it was kind of like, it's kind of stressful. Cause like a bunch of dudes you don't really know, maybe don't get along with that much. And then you're in the bus and you're doing the tour, which is difficult. You know, that's a grind. And he was like, at the end of it, he was like, yeah, I got paid. It's all good. But he was also like, fuck dude, that was like, that was tough, man. Like, it's not like just, but if you do the opposite, if you go and do a little two week tour with your, with your buddies, then it's just it's fun the same way going on a, on a boy's trip to go fishing would be, but then there's this added cool thing of doing music. Like, yeah, it'd be weird to, yeah, to have that look, to have like a tense environment. I don't know. That's why, that's why I go to a, I go to a corporate job, dude. I have enough of that. (laughs) (laughs) Huh? 
Yeah, for balance, right? I, I think that makes a lot of sense. Also, if you weren't, if it's not a bro fishing ship, it's Top Golf. I don't know why, but I can't uh, tell top. you how many dudes I've met because, you know, again, the lift, the lift stories, just how many bro, how, how much bro time occurs at the Top Golf. It, it, but oh, it's significant. Man. It's significant. <laughs> I still got to go, dude. I've heard nothing but like rave reviews, dude. It's great. <laughs> the next time, you just yeah. Buy those $30 all together. If you're in Arizona, we should just all go to Top Golf. Let's go, Ryan and dude. me and Black Sound, and we're all going to go to Top Golf. Be great. Oh, be so Don't be one of those, you know, people that goes viral, you know, in a video falling over the edge. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like off the third story, and then you you see the person like fall through the net no. from above. So we spend nine dollars on Bud Light. Bro, I will I will willingly follow <laughs> or do or do that. Yeah, do or it. do that. Or do it. Hey, as long as you get it on As film. long as we have a black sound song playing in the background. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, the new It'll go viral. Eat it off the ledge. See, yeah, these kinds of brainstorming sessions. Like, new single out on the 26th, guys. <laughs> <laughs> That'll blow up on TikTok. Yes. Just enough time. This is great. <laughs> That's about five seconds. You know, you yeah, exactly. That's all you need. It is, dude. He's he would have to, he's gonna suffer for his art. <laughs> hey, is it really art if you haven't suffered for it? That's what I want to know. Is it really art yeah. if you didn't drink 10 no. Bud Lights and fall off of Top Golf? <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't drink ninety dollars worth of Bud Light and hundred dollars, yeah. it's not really a night until someone is drinking or drinking until someone's had ten, you know, alcoholic beverages and then falls off of the third story. <laughs> oh it's not really a night. The night's not complete. You know, as long as you don't throw up in the in the lift driver in the in the ride share driver on the way home, you know, more power to you. It's fine. There you Have go. Fun. That's oh, yeah. actually. That, that's a, uh, something that's beautiful about Japan. I've been in the situation where I was in a taxi with our rhythm guitars, Retta, and I was just completely wasted, threw up in this guy's taxi, oh, God. and he apologized to us. He was like, oh, I'm sorry I'm talking to you guys so much while your friend is sick. Like he, I threw up in his taxi, and he was like, oh, sorry, guys, no problem. <laughs> and then the, that's I don't know if maybe you like, yeah, God is not because that's an that's a straight up angel right there. Because I oh, am not dude, that nice. He's like, and you know what? I'm sorry I couldn't too. see the cues and pull over. It's my yeah. fault. <laughs> yeah. And he, uh, he he gave us a discount at the end of it, even like, oh my God. He was like, oh, this is a taxi. It's like, it's like 50 bucks. And then Retta was like, okay, let me pull out some money. And Retta pulled out like 30 at first. And the guy was like, that's fine. Just give me that. You know, and wow, he was talking about like he went to Nirvana's first show in Japan, and like Retta at the end of it, he was like, I should have got that guy's number, he was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, Can I get the guy's number? Like, geez, man, I want to hang out with that right? dude. It seems like a chill dude <laughs> for real, chill dude. Yeah, because I it's happened to me three times in three different cars, oh, no. and I can tell you, I was Bro, only, I was only brutal, actually man. mad once, like. The first time the dude was a cool dude and it was another, he did, he gave me no indication. He was talking to me like everything was hunky dory. We had a great conversation. And because he was such a cool dude, when it happened, it's like, all right, I'm not mad. And then the second yeah. time it was like this lady that I picked up. It was like a, I picked, literally picked her up at the Planned Parenthood and she was six oh, weeks no. pregnant and threw up in my car. I'm like, so I can't even this, be mad at you. Let's, let's can't break it mad down at you. a little bit. It feels nice. You know, break it down. Let's break it down. Is it people are, they think they can make it like i know I, I can make it i'm almost home i'm you know that might be a part of it it's also he was a young kid and like didn't i could tell well what it was he was a firefighter say pull over he was a firefighter and he was like new on the force and he was like hanging out with his firefighter bros and i think he was trying to like not look silly like he couldn't handle his liquor in front of his firefighter bros that's what i think it was makes sense so he just like plat he was plastered and yeah he's talking to me yeah, he was like the most outgoing <laughs> he went nuts and like but he, he, did, he talked to him he had a red face but like i didn't really put two and two together how drunk he was because he wasn't stumbling i mean the guy impressed me i mean that was part of why i wasn't upset i was like you know what, man you hold your liquor pretty well up until the very end <laughs> I, I wasn't mad i will admit some anger at the third time it happened but you know they were at an age where it was no longer endearing so right, yeah. like you know when you're that drunk and you're you know you're in your 40s and you're thrown up in some lift car like come on, oh, yeah. come on, come on now. that's in you're a date with your wifey like come on come on now oh yeah that's too much man i've had uber rides before where i don't know sometimes i just get queasy in the car and oh yeah i'm, I'm not feeling so good and i had this one like uh this older black lady that was driving me and she oh baby you all right you all right dog? <laughs> don't throw up in the car <laughs> if you need me to pull over you just let me know i'm worried <laughs> i love that like, you okay sugar 
I love it so much. I love it so much. She was, she was like, baby, you let so me know nice. you need me to pull over. I don't want you throwing up in the car. That's great, dude. Gosh, she's yeah. such another angel lady. Like, my God, you keep running these amazing, makes me want to be a better exactly. Lyft driver. You know, like, like maybe this is just the case that we've come to. They're the types that attract, you know, cool, positive people. And for some reason, you're just attracting people that want to puke in your back. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the problem. I think it's me. Yeah, it's probably me. I should, I should just. <laughs> You're quit. the common denominator. I am the common denominator. You just make people so nervous with how attractive you are, bro. That they just <laughs> can't help but throw up. <laughs> <laughs> the lady's trying to cover her. You'd be surprised like, how often that. Cool. Yeah. Like, oh, what? What happened? You you used to be so attractive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What happened, man? God. What she's, happened? Inside, she's like, oh, my, oh my God, God. This is the hottest Uber driver ever. <laughs> I, you know. Yeah, yeah. Maybe she was just nervous and that just kind of came out, you know. Exactly. You know what? Was, I, I'm a large man intimidating. You know, it's, I get it. Hiding her real feelings she was a tiny her. little woman. I could see how that could be a thing. Yeah. No. <laughs> it was tiny. Man, this flew by, guys. Look at this. Yeah, no, really did. What? Yeah, it's, I guess it's been almost. You know, before you guys, um, before we end, uh, what can you say about the music you're gonna be releasing? Like, um, right. I mean, it's close. What should to we expect? What should you know? Well, so kind of the last couple singles we put out have been relatively on the more melodic, not soft per se, but you know, more singing based. And the new single that we got coming out it was we went into the studio with this song it was an old demo we knew like this is the heavy one like we gotta push hard on this heaviness it's it's on, a, on an eight string guitar so we just went like full caveman with it and we just knew like oh we gotta make a crazy heavy video too it's gotta be gross it's gotta be just like we just gotta fully metal it up man like a lot of our fans love us for the the singy more poppy stuff and so we still got to appease our fans them. too. Yeah. You gotta so it's say, called, hey. <laughs> <laughs> the song's called Bleed Black and it's coming out on the 26th. And like I said, this music video that we made for it, it was like the first one that I think that we really had a lot of creative control over. Because before, it's not that we couldn't have the creative control, but we just kind of would find a director we like and, okay, bro, here's the song. Come up with something for us. Or, you know, a very loose idea. So with this one, it was really like Andrew made a storyboard for the stuff he wanted to film in L.A. And in Japan, like I was telling the, the director, like, oh, we want to do this and we want to do that. And I was like, we want it to look like the Batman movie, the new one. <laughs> and so, ah. so it was just a lot of like. You had a vision for this one. Exactly. And you we were experimenting a lot and just we just had a lot of fun with it. And I can't wait for it to come out because yeah. it's heavy, but it's still catchy and gets stuck in your head and. The video looks awesome so we're just super excited awesome it's a good one yeah and the rest of the album yeah i would say good blend of of, re of really heavy and also some like uh some more you know exploring more of like the melodic and like alternative rock or like alternative side a little more like going a little more radio on some songs going really really heavy on some songs so it's good the the back area i guess wrote like the second uh batch ep of like five tracks it's really good i'm like i'm super proud of them i'm I'm like we've been sitting on them for a while so i'm just really stoked that we're getting the first one out there and oh, yeah. plans to get you know get the yeah. other, uh, on get the next ep we have a straight up stoner rock heavy metal song where i literally <laughs> yeah. go yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah hey oh that's yeah. the one so look forward for that look forward to that <laughs> <laughs> gentlemen i'm i'm looking forward to it i really am it should be good Hell yeah excited guys that date one more time yeah the date's august 26 this new single's dropping and then we should i think starting next week we should have a pre-save link live so everyone could Sweet. save it for when it comes out i need to oh, figure yeah. out how to do the pre-save link thing that's that's actually pretty pretty good Get to, yeah, it's Spotify that, some that distro kit data. does for us. Yeah, there you go. Okay, distro kit. Huh? Distro, distro kit. kit. We recommend it highly. <laughs> highly, <laughs> highly recommended. Oh yeah. Well, we probably should let you guys get back to pissing all white dudes off. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is that's our favorite pastime. We should get back to it. 
<laughs> keeping the metal alive keeping it alive that's in my hat to that well before we go there's the one thing i would like to ask by you know my final question that i always enjoy is well we were we're always looking for uh well the way i ask it is do you have any words of wisdom andrew if you want to go first on this one any words of wisdom that you'll share with our beautiful listeners it's like music words of wisdom anything could be about music could be about I don't know, like don't puke and, and don't, yeah. it can be about life. I mean, really, whatever you feel is I'm gonna appropriate. go cliche with this one, man. Teamwork makes the dream work. No, you don't <laughs> don't be a one. Yeah. You know? Fucking form a good team and learn how to work with people, man. You will be able to do more than you could just trying to soldier through it alone. I like it. Yeah, it's a good idea not being a prima donna. Yeah, I think you could learn from, I think you could learn a lot from Andrew. If you want to pay attention. I mean, he's another he's a lead guitar player. Sends back demos, sends it back to Taylor. You heard, you heard. Okay. All right. Just saying, just saying you actually want to write participate. that down. Okay. I wrote it down. Did you write okay. <laughs> written down Taylor, my buddy, my, my, my man, what about you, man? What, what words of wisdom would you share? Hmm. I think the last time I was on the show, my words of wisdom was just finish the song. Don't, don't care if it's perfect or not. Just get uh, it that's done. That's really good. But I think what I would say now is kind of, uh, you know, don't limit yourself with doubts or anything like that. Like I'm, I'm really on this kick right now. Of just if you tell yourself you're going to do it and you can do it, you'll do it. So it's just kind of don't let your dreams be dreams is what I'm saying. <laughs> We're going cliche with this one, but it's also yeah, it's very cliche. You can do it, bro. Just believe in yourself. I love the I love the positive <laughs> energy, positive energy metal vibes I get from your brother. <laughs> of course, uh, loving That's what it. We all about <laughs> Ryan. I, I got to bat it over to you, man. What about you? you got any you got any words of wisdom? Let's just be wild and free, baby. Oh yeah! <laughs> Legalize marijuana. <laughs> Legalize That's right, <laughs> Japan. Let's just be wild and free, baby. Come on, Japan. <laughs> Loosen up on there some of those laws you know we love going you. on over there. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, uh, beautiful listeners, you know we love you. And now for the closer. Bye. I hear the sound of